This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to Nebraska Preps Post Game with Damon Benning and Jacob Padilla. Love that open. I, I get the look from JP. It's like when he's, oh, he's, new. he says, and Jacob Padilla. Yeah, the big voice guy letting us know it's time for another week of NEB preps with my main man, Jacob Padilla. I'm just telling you guys, if you can't appreciate him, you don't have a pulse. My man, JP, has been through it, and now I am officially with the walking wounded. And as old as he is, experiencing his first bone break, man, good on you for dodging bullets this long yeah. i mean and you're significantly younger than me <laughs> but still yeah. i think before I, I had the broke my broken tailbone and i broke my foot two things and i wasn't even to the eighth grade yet <laughs> <laughs> i never played football so that probably helped yeah. um but yeah it's uh, gotten pretty lucky 30 years between uh before bone break but yeah broken hand 30 years yeah, well, at least you can still type, man, because Lord knows uh, as much writing as you do. Yeah, it's been a little bit of a struggle. I had to adjust to it a little bit, but we're figuring it out. Yeah, nice, man. A lot to recap, and we will go rapid yeah, fire. Go. Uh, you want to start in A or B? Uh, let's uh, knock out A real quick. All right, let's knock out A. Let's start with number one ranked Bellevue West, who I watched yesterday in Kansas City, but we've got to go back a little. Yep. And make sure we recap the impressive start for the T-Birds. Yeah, they're five and zero. At six and zero now. So, yeah, that's yeah. right. Last um, night. Yeah, all, all my notes are for the weekend, and then we had to push it back. So I got to uh, kind of adjust on the fly here. But yeah, that, that was and probably their best win to this point. I mean, it's either this or Papio South uh, before heading into Tuesday. I have no idea what to to make of their Tuesday game, but. 68-45 went at Lincoln Northeast, uh, and the thing was 38-34 after three, so anybody's game going in the fourth, and then they just dominated 30-11 to in the fourth quarter. Um, held Lincoln Northeast at 10 for 28 inside the, the, the three-point arc, so 36% uh, shooting on twos, uh, and forced 19 turnovers. So defensively, that's how they get it done, because you look at it – they're, they're, they've been pretty balanced offensively. Like, Josiah Dotzer, he, he's been good. He hasn't been best player in the state. He hasn't needed to be. But uh, 
Jane Jackson's been had a couple big games uh, and then just been solid for the most part. Like they, they're just kind of getting it done defensively for the most part. So this is the thing that I appreciate about Josiah Dotzler because he has – and I watched it yesterday, and it's not even in his scoring production. You know what? It, I'm, I got it figured out. He, he can control tempo. Yeah. And he does it handling the basketball, and he gets – He's to the point now. He's bored. He's dangerous. Oh yeah. Because now what he does is he gets guys really good looks because he's darn near impossible for a lot of these teams to stay in front of. He's become this facilitator and I, I'm telling you it's impressive because he doesn't have to do it putting the biscuit in the basket. He he's playing at a really high level right now in my opinion for what it's going to take for him. To succeed at the collegiate level as a as kind of a a true point guard, man, I am impressed with him transitioning his game from a scoring guard mentality to what do we need to give my team a chance to cut down the nets? Yeah, um, and so he had fourteen. Jane Jackson had fourteen. Robbie Garcia had uh, ten and eight. Uh, Jackson Stuvey had nine. Uh, Jacob Rope had eight and seven. So that eight, 18 and 15 from your, your two bigs there, uh, that kind of production will win you a lot of games, yeah. especially with Jacob just kind of working his way back in. Uh, and then moving ahead to Tuesday, they uh, went down to Kansas City to that event. Same thing Westside is, West is in. We'll talk about them shortly. And took uh, care of business against a Park Hill team, uh, 77-53. And you're talking about Josiah Dozer. 18 points and 8 to 13 shooting, 10 assists. Listen, second double-digit assist game of his career. Career high is 12. Last Any year. spot he wanted to get to on the floor, he did. Zero turnovers as yeah. well. I'm telling you, I <laughs> watched it firsthand. I, I, and I sat back and I just admired. I'm like, you know what? Because it's not just we. Listen, he's great talent. There's this we know. It's the evolution of his game that isn't getting enough credit. He is he's changing the way that he can play basketball. And I'm assuming uh, a lot of those assists went to Jaden Jackson, who went six for seven from three and finished with 22 points. Yeah, that's see that see playing Park Hill, and we watched it. And, and you know, I was talking about it with Caleb and a couple of the guys as we were watching ahead of time because we got down there for at at early for the girls' game for Westside, so we were in the arena. That's the bad scouting report <laughs> because they just wouldn't stay attached. Yeah, that's not a- good. And you. You have to make double J. You have to make Jaden put it on the deck. And this is not a closeout. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that, and and so we were just talking with other coaches and players, just their ability to want to be disciplined. And you know, Stuvey got it going. I told him, I said, "Man, it must be the hair. He, you know, he's growing his hair out. He looks great." Eldon Turner looked fantastic in transition. They have so much depth. Like they can come at you yeah. in a lot of different ways, and when when Dotzler is getting to any spot on the floor with dribble drive kicks, they were getting leaky runouts. They were pulling up from three on the break. Yeah. Man, they they looked every bit the part of the best team in the state of Nebraska. Other noteworthy thing from that Tuesday game: uh, Isaiah McMorris is back, yeah. four points, uh, playing a little bit. I know, yeah, limited, but yeah. he got working his way back. Yeah, I know he was. Wasn't sure if he was going to play early on, ended up regretting not doing it and going back out and putting in work to, to try to get back with the team. And um, Doug Woodard gave him a chance to get out there and play on Tuesday. So that's it's just something not, else to monitor. It's a forward. crowded backcourt. Yeah. It's a really crowded backcourt. 
Yep. So, like you said, depth that just adds more to that. We'll see yeah. how that how that develops. Rotation again, still figuring working a rope back in. So they're not even in. Dosa, we were talking about how uh, how good he's been. He hasn't even been shooting the the three ball well. Mm-hmm. We know second half. I think last year he kind of got got going on that too, or um, over the summer he got going too. So that's that's something that, like if that comes around even more, like on top of everything they're doing, good luck. Um, so yeah, that's uh, <laughs> Bellevue West in at six and zero. That's a line from Taken, isn't it, Shane? What does he say? Good, good luck. <laughs> he says a lot of stuff. Taken, <laughs> yeah, like they. And they just, I'm telling you, like, you could just tell, like, you know, when you're playing an opponent that's scrambling like that, not really knowing personnel, they just dissected them. It was like the excellence of execution. And you have to, I'm going to say this because we've talked about this for two years, you have to pick your poison with Bellevue West. You cannot stop everything, so you better decide what you want to do. If you want to let Josiah get his points and stay attached to shooters, you can play it that way. If you want to stop dribble drive penetration and have other people be you, you do it that way. But you cannot be in no man's land trying to do a little bit of both. Uh, indeed. Um, and moving on, number two, Gretna, 6-0 as well. Uh, picked up a 64-42 win over Papio South. Uh, really strong defensive performance in that one. Held him 33% shooting. Uh, outscored him 32-13 to 13 in, in the second and third quarters. Um, 18 from Landon Pekorski, 12 from Alec Wilkins, and 11 from Alex Wilcoxon. And then 53-52, they really had to earn that uh, against Lincoln Southeast last Saturday. Um, and it was uh, back and forth. 16-8, Gretna after one. Uh, Southeast won the second 16-4. Uh, it was 19-14 in the uh, Gretna in the third quarter, and then they, they played him even in the fourth to to hold on to the lead. But Southeast missed a couple of free throws late that yeah. could have given them the lead. Um, so that they, they just narrowly escaped that one. But again, Pekorski 18, Wilcoxon 18, hit a big three late to give him the lead, and then Wilkins 15. Uh, Will Wilcox, he's he's icy. Like you could tell he's played in a lot of. A big time games, and he kind of has that temperament too, where it's just kind of like steady Eddie. Uh, but that three, and they did it without great contributions from Roselle. Which, if they're not going to get that, and they can still function, that that's like if they get those three, <laughs> those three going plus Roselle, yeah. you got that balance. Yeah, it's like that's going to make them a, a state title contender if you can get all four of those guys going at absolutely, once. Absolutely, because if. That's not one of those teams that you want scoring points. Yeah. You think if you keep them in the, the high 40s, keep low them 50s. In, yeah. <laughs> Southeast had a shot there. Again, yeah. you make a couple of shots down the stretch, and, um, they get that win. So, um, Southeast is one of those rare teams that's still in the top 10 with three losses, but their schedule has been a little unforgiving. <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> um, Millard North 6-0, uh, 61-47 against Millard West. That's one they, they were up uh, 35-17 at half. Yeah, seen that um, one up close. I hadn't, I hadn't left yet after watching the girls' game. Boy, they got a lot of versatility too. Yeah. Um, Millard West tried to battle back into that one. Um, uh, Zach Grangenet, uh my uh, my OSA kid, came back well, uh, he off gets, the wrist he gets, injury. He gets buckets. He hurt that tried one against Westside. Yeah. Um, scored 18, tried to lead the comeback, but uh, um, wasn't enough. Made it a little bit more competitive, though. Um, that's Neil Moster off to a great start to the season. 4-9 from 3, 18 points. Uh, Derek Rollins, 13 points, 9 boards. Camden Money, 10 points and 6 boards. And then uh, Elijah Geth, 8 points, 10 assists, 10 rebounds. 
still struggling to shoot the ball, but doing but stuff in the stat sheet otherwise. Again, much with with Eli, a lot like Dotzler in a similar vein, learning to do other things when he's not scoring the basketball as he's kind of evolving into their primary ball handler. And then follow that up, 57-41 uh, against Lincoln uh, North Star, 31-18 at half. Triple um, and they just kind of kept it, yep. Uh, Elijah Gate, 10 points, 14 rebounds, and 10 assists. Again, only 4-13 shooting from three, although he hit two threes. Um, so that's a good sign. He's starting to knock a few of those down after a really slow start to the season. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, if he can get the scoring efficiency up to go with stuff in the stat sheet, that's going to make them a different team. So it's interesting because you've seen this before with a lot of players you cheer for at the NBA level. Sometimes I, I think it's, it's difficult to still be the maestro when you're hunting shots. So growing into yeah. that is not always – easy to do sometimes especially at this age uh, sometimes you're either a bucket getter or you're a facilitator so flirting in between both while your game doesn't suffer i think is something you have to adjust to and neil monster 11 on all on free throws again second game this season where he's hit 11 free throws 11 to 13 from the line uh and then cam Moni, back-to-back double-digit scoring performances for the junior uh 10 points nice little acquisition there yeah um and then lincoln southwest uh at number four sitting there at four and one with that only loss to millard north only played one game last week it was against millard west again uh the tough schedule for them uh but again kept it competitive 72 65 win for for lincoln southwest uh it was 56 38 through three quarters and then millard west outscoring 27 16 in the fourth quarter to, to to make it somewhat interesting um and uh, Chuck Love, uh, 21 points, let him in scoring again. Off to a great start to the season, averaging over 18 points a game. Um, Ryan Smith, 10 to 10 from the free throw line. That's big, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, bo- uh, finished with 15. Bon Boom, 12 points. Uh, and Brayden Frager, 11 points. So y- you get you get all four of those guys going. Um, that doesn't like that doesn't include Lucas Helms, who's capable of a double digit scoring game at any point. How, They've got options. How would you? How do you classify Frager? He, he a lot of people talk about him like at the coolers and stuff, like with his game and what he's capable of doing. But he's kind of been uh, maybe inconsistent is too strong of a word. So he's, but the, he's really physically gifted. I think I'm, he's still learning how to play the game, how to fit in with this team, like where his shots are going. A lot of time, it just seems like he's focused. Uh, he's kind of counting on overpowering you on using his athleticism to just go as opposed to kind of reading a situation and figuring out how to how to create the best advantage uh but he's talented enough to to, to make that work for for uh in a lot of games so i like to i like the term physically just, gifted i like i use that sometimes. just a sophomore I like, that. I like that um so that's both love and frager sophomores there uh taking a, a bigger role for them this season does your business need easy, competitive financing for trucks or equipment? Currency is here to help. Currency specializes in finding the best available rates and terms for construction equipment, farm machinery, trucks, and trailers. In fact, customers can get loans for up to $500,000 with little or no money down and terms up to 72 months. Currency can also help if you're getting serious about buying new or used motorhomes, which I like. Fifth wheels, I also like. Not sure who's going to drive, but that's a DB thing. Or a utility vehicle. Just fill out the application and the currency finance team will get to work finding a lender with the most competitive options. It's quick, secure, and free to use. That's a beautiful thing. Currency is equipment financing made simple. Visit GoCurrency.com for details. Um, 
moving on to Westside, who also went down to Kansas City. Um, starting, so to, starting to get it going. 54-42 win uh, over an Owasso team from Oklahoma, I believe. Yeah, um, little, little suburb just outside of Tulsa. Yep. Um, so that, that was a good trip down there for, for Nebraska teams. Um, so yeah, ab- yeah, absolutely. Uh, and so start off the week, though, 66-51 uh, at uh, Millward South. Um, that was a one-point game going into the fourth quarter. Uh, and then – Took a few yeah. – I th- so that's gonna, that's an underappreciated coaching adjustment in in my opinion that uh, Omaha Westside made. Rucker had the huge third quarter um, against uh, Westside to get them back in it, and Coach Simons made the decision. He let Caleb guard Rucker, and yeah. in, in defensively, I think that really um, changed the way that Miller South wanted to play. But they just didn't have an answer for Boudreaux, who. Goodness. So, yeah. That, really starting to put it on the deck. We know Boudreaux's a great shooter, but I'm telling you, he was putting it on the deck and getting downhill against Westside. He, his repertoire was impressive. Yes, yeah, so I watched that one on video, watched it back. Um, the big good news was that, uh, that your son Caleb was back, uh, made, made a handful of really important plays just defensively. Uh, the, like, for, was it steal or rebound, whatever? Diving on a ball and, and then he threw it from, it, from his from his butt. <laughs> like that's, like I, that's, those are the kind of plays that uh, I looked. I looked at Alvin, and Alvin goes, "You know, most most people just don't make those plays. <laughs> the steal and then the throw ahead to Tate from seated yeah. the seated position." But it was again one point game going in the fourth, and then outscored on twenty six. Unfortunately, um, Caleb came back, and Will Cooper suffered a knee injury. Yeah, Caleb just went down, just bad luck, fell back into the knee, and just kind of buckled underneath him. And that's his guy too and he, he tried to come back in you could tell there was it was not right checked back out went back and checked him out he's done um we hoping for a speed recovery there um sounds like he's going to be out for a bit so it would be interesting to see millard south with one more option it would be nice to have a austin trotter healthy to just yeah. get some athleticism and, on the wing and, and he was really like he he looks like a good teammate. I don't know him. I'm yeah. just, I just watch him because I know he's capable. I mean, he was engaged. Maybe you look for a guy like Brock Murtaugh who was ten Call feet away. Yeah, yeah, ten <laughs> feet away in the upper deck with, with his great frame. But they're like another option away. Well, and that's the problem. Their depth has just been hurt by the injuries. I think Brock was planning to, to play basketball until the, the football injuries just mm-hmm. caught up to him by the end of the season. Obviously, um, Austin Trotter went out for football and was making a big difference. Then uh, yeah. foot or, or I, I think it might have been Mine's foot or foot, something. Yeah. Um, so he's working his way back. Like he, He's still on the Ross Hill play this season. I don't know when. Um, and then now, obviously, you get, you get Ben Bedrogo going 20 in that game. Uh, and then you lose Will Cooper in the third quarter, and they just kind of didn't have enough options in the fourth, and that's the problem right now. Like, with, with the injuries, like, if you put this team fully healthy with everybody that's playing to play, you've got a solid squad, but oh, you yeah. lose two, three of those guys that could have been in your top six or seven, now suddenly you're scrambling to try to fill out a rotation. So it's tough for Millard South. They'll, they'll continue to battle, though. Um, Rucker's a really good player. Um, well, he really is much improved. Yeah. His post-game – I. He's the best six foot three post player in the state. <laughs> I right because he's not right. He's not a big, yeah. but the uh, he's so good on the offensive glass. You just can't keep that, him off. How about that third quarter? Yeah, I was like, wow, the drop step, the pivot foot. Like, 
I like his footwork, and I know he's a football guy, and he's going to be fantastic. Like, he may be a steal. Yeah. He, uh, he, he may be uh, a steal for North, North Dakota. Dakota. Yeah. Um, so, in that game, uh, just kind of not a great offensive game. We got going a little bit. Tate Odvati, 15. Kevin Subblefield, 14. It's a guy. Tate, Tate has got to let the offense come to yeah. him. When he does, he, he's a different player because he, he's capable of being a very efficient scorer yeah. as long as he doesn't get impatient. Yeah. Uh, C.J. Mitchell, 14, and then Kevin Brown. Uh, we'll talk about him at, at, uh, as we move along here. But 12 points and 11 rebounds. First varsity double-double, first uh, double-digit scoring game uh, as a varsity player for Westside. Um, obviously, player I coach, so a little bias there, but good to see him coming on strong. And then they followed up 62-52 win at uh, Lincoln Pius at 10th. Um, which similar story? It was only a two-point game heading into the fourth, and then Westside just controlled the, the the final period, 21 to 13. Kevin Brown, 20 points, following up a first double-double with his first 20-point outing. Hey, going uh, at a monster to an Anderson. Seven to ten from the field, hit a few threes, which is big playing against a six-nine big guy yeah. uh, like Anderson inside, be able to stretch the the four there. Um, Tate Avadi, 19. C.J. Mitchell, 10 points, seven rebounds, six assists. Uh, and then that, that went down uh, Tuesday. Didn't, didn't need a big fourth quarter this time, guys. Um, yeah, they went on a little run. So, you, so, what the, so the difference is they stopped turning the ball over as much, number one, and their offense is moving the ball much better. When it moves, you know, Coach Simons is very good in half-court sets, even though I joke in my head there sometimes I'd like to just see them go as opposed to so many set plays. But, I mean, that is what it is because the designs are so good. And he can get guys good open shots. If they take care of the basketball and stop dribble drive penetration, it's a different team. Uh, gave it up 42 points. Good way to win a game. The 54-42 was the final down there in Kansas City. Tate Avadi, 16 points, eight rebounds, two assists. Uh, Kevin Brown, 15 points, five rebounds. Um, uh, C.J. Mitchell, 10 points, two assists. And Kevin Stubblefield, nine points, seven rebounds, four assists. Yeah. Um, so... Sitting there at six and one, and uh, looking, starting to look like the team we thought they could be. You got Kevin Brown coming on three straight double-digit yeah. scoring outings. You got Caleb Benning back in the lineup. Um, so now is kind of the time for for Westside to, to hit their stride and kind of start uh, looking like what we thought they could be. Yeah, the preseason number two team for most. Uh, Lincoln High, uh, Lincoln East sitting there at six uh, at six. So well, they, uh, so well coached. Five and one. They 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 suffered their first loss um, down at Lincoln High. It was at that game. Just, just a brutal shooting. Those are thing. all your guys yeah. too. You, you, everybody in one gym for JP. Yeah. Um, so that, I figured uh, I wanted to go down and watch them play. And uh, 54-51 win for for Lincoln High. It really um, Vince Garrett and Lincoln High is at seventh. I, I like Lincoln High kind of because they're so they're athletic. They, yeah, in size. Um, that's they've kind of built to this point where they've got uh, they've got more um, good basketball players I think than they've had in a while. Um, and Vince Garrett had 12 points in the first quarter, finished with 25. Um, th they were up 10 after the first quarter, and then East battled back and went back in the fourth, uh, back and forth in the fourth quarter, and then um, they, they came up a little bit short there. Um, had a th uh, Justin Bullis blocked a three uh, at the buzzer that that could have tied it, um, but um, just two for 20 from three for a team like Lincoln East. That's and and in that kind of contested game six three and under um they, they don't really have any size um in their starting lineup lincoln high one of the biggest teams in, in class a they've got six eight six eight coming off the bench um they got six uh, six six forward 
Um, so they got a lot of size that you weren't going to be able to win a paint points battle in, in that one, and they just couldn't, couldn't shoot well enough to, to win that thing. But they gave themselves a, a, a shot to, to stick in it and win at the end. Uh, and then East followed that up with a 62-60 win uh, at prep on Saturday. We talked about Christmas in the gauge, yeah. cage game. Um, man, that, that was uh, – I watched that one on, uh, on YouTube as well. Uh, phenomenal game, back and forth. Um, li- about, li- literally. Yeah, you talk about <laughs> my guys, Carter Templemeyer, 17 points, some really good finishes at the rim. Connor Hamilton, 17 points, five of six from three, four in the second half. That really was the difference. Lightning in a bottle or situational or something that you think can be an X factor for them? Yeah, I, I don't think that he's going to be hitting five it, Not five of six, but, but. Yeah, he's and he stepped up when, when Templemeyer was out with the ankle injury. He scored a couple, uh, had a couple digit scoring games there. So, like, they've got options there with those two and then Carter Mick had 17 as well so all three Carter Carter and Connor 17 points apiece that's a recipe for them to to be winning games Uh, is is now the time or maybe later that I get to fawn over being a a Carter Mick fan (laughs) I I feel like I do it like you know once a month I'll I'll let it go but you know me huge competitor multi-sport athlete he brings it Every single night. Yeah, East outscored prep 14 to four in the third quarter, and then just held on uh, in the fourth quarter. Um, uh, and that nine to 22 for me. So that's kind of you, you look at their box scores. They're one game really good shooting. Next game cold. One game really good shooting. Like um, they could get a little bit more consistency. But any if they're hitting their threes, they can compete with uh, almost anybody they're going to face. I think. Uh, they can switch a lot of ball screens too. Did you see how they were playing defensively uh, against prep again? Six, uh, five interchangeable guys, yep. all six one to six three, um, under undersized inside, but that that gives you versatility too if you can take advantage of it. Prep's got to get some consistency in the backcourt. A hundred percent. Dylan Clawson has been their best player um, this season consistently. Um, we uh, prep fell out of the ranks. We're not going to talk about them, but they um, in that game, uh, Trinell Parker coming off the bench gave him some really nice minutes mm-hmm. as a sophomore. Uh, he's a guy to keep an eye out for. Yeah, he hasn't played a ton of varsity. And, he, and they may ha- it may be ha- – remember they, we asked in the preseason, yeah. will Coach Lukey have to go younger than he wants to in the backcourt? Um, so, so, yeah, they're, they're still figuring some things out. They need somebody to emerge as kind of a more consistent uh, perimeter option to go with, with Clawson. But um, there, there's still a lot of good basketball players there. Lincoln High, um, they, they followed the – um, the win at East up at the 73-48 win against Omaha Westview. It's a really bad matchup for Westview. Uh, Justin Bullis had 16, uh, and Bryson Faines had 16, the two 6'8 guys. Uh, West, Westview does not have size, and <laughs> they're all underclassmen. So, tough matchup. But 6-2 and two start uh, for, for – or 5-1 start for Lincoln High. Best start since they went 16-2 and two in 2018-19, finished 14-10. and 10. They went 16-2. and two. Uh, in uh, 17 and 18, and finished 13 and 12. Um, they have a chance to have their best season since uh, going 19 and five back in 2014-15, when they had Keyshawn Wilson um, and, and Jason Towery kind of leading that team. So, wow. could, could how about the Rolodex, though? That's about back about 2013 season, the first year I started covering. So that's about as far back as I go. <laughs> Nobody's dropping that on <laughs> on a show like this with Towery. They're just not. Hey, like, the, yeah. like that's kind of. Jamie Davis is on that team. He's coaching now. Uh, Keyshawn Wilson's reffing yeah, yeah. back in the league. Yeah, he is. He's an official now. We'll speed through these and move on to B. Lincoln Southeast, 3-3 three and three you mentioned. Um, 63-23 win against Grand Island. Uh, good defensive effort there uh, before the, the close loss to to, um, uh, to Gretna on Saturday. Um 
B.J. Bradford uh, did not play uh, in that um, that Gretna we'll game. Keep an eye on that one. Yeah, Mar Shoemaker kind of picked up the slack. Hit hit five threes, I believe it was, or six threes. Uh, um, so yeah, it, yeah, five, went five of six from three to kind of help them. And Wade Voss, seventeen points. That they need to play through him. I don't. Slow start to the season. Listen, He's got to be their best player. One hundred percent agree. They struggled in the first half against Westside in a game that they ended up winning because he didn't have enough touches. Yeah. <laughs> like play through Voss. Yeah. So nine Papio South. That, that game against Gretna was our uh, only game last week. Um, Lincoln North Stars sitting there at ten. Uh, 90-55 win against Burke, and then that took it on the chin of Miller. Yeah, Miller yeah, North. Miller North. Um, yeah, North Northeast receiving votes at four and two. Carney six and one. Central six and one, and Prep three and three. I wish I knew more about Central. We'll see as the schedule kind of ramps up here at the back end of the holiday tournaments. Yeah, and so if you uh, did not hear. Uh, all kinds of adjustments because of the weather. Originally, right. they were going to play on, play the the first round tonight as we record this uh, on Wednesday. Uh, with the weather coming on, they decided not can't do that. So they're pushing all after break. It'll be um, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Monday. So four days, uh, four four games in five days for for these teams. Um, t- tough sledding. The top seeds kind of lose their advantage, and you're coming off the moratorium. So we'll see what the early play looks like for some of these games. Uh, yes. I mean, because you have to take the mandatory break. Uh, yes. So that's it's going to be difficult. Um, not what you want, but um, that's you got. You got to make it happen. Uh, w East, uh, Omaha Burke, Papillion the Vista, and Omaha Westview won the play-in games uh, on Tuesday. Um, so th- those are the teams advancing. Um, we'll, we'll break down the whole field. Um, you, you can find uh, the updated brackets, everything uh, at nbpreps.com next week. Buddy Mike Sauter will have all that. Um, so, so that's what's next uh, uh, up in Class A. We can call him a colleague now. <laughs> yeah, very much so. Um, welcome to, to Mike to the, the Herdat family. Um, n- not a uh, the most significant thing. Well, I, so two things, a few things actually. Scott, yeah, took care of business. 200th win for Coach Kyle Jurgens yeah. there um, up at uh, against South Sioux City. Class A. Um, Platteview, five and zero. They went two and zero, but. <laughs> Won both games 53-51. I was at that, that, that game against Beatrice. Uh, Connor Milliken uh, went off for 29 points and went surpassed 2,000 points. What in a the game. slog fest. I was going back yeah. and forth talking with, with Moseman after that game, uh, Trey's dad, and just packing the paint. Not a ton of ops yeah. from behind the arc. If Platteview can play a couple of different ways, that will be an interesting team going forward because it's not always going to be – Chucking it up from three and 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 getting free flowing shots. Beatrice made that a grinder. Milken picked up his third foul or in the second. It quarter. didn't play in the third had quarter. To sit, yeah. uh, had really? To sit, uh, well, yeah, third quarter he came back. Had to sit most of the second quarter, and that allowed Beatrice to get back in the game as close the entire fourth. And then Platvi made a few game, uh, plays in the fourth quarter. Milken made some plays to to, to pull that one out, and then they survived 53-51 against Blair. Um, they were up eight after the third quarter, and then Blair made uh, a comeback in the fourth to fall just a little bit short. Milken only had 14 in that one. Trey Moseman, Moseman. 13, um, and uh, Ezra Stewart, uh, 12 and five. And then they won 55-47 at Gross uh, on Saturday in uh, in their little holiday tournament deal. Milken 26 and 13, so kind of kind of back to you, doing you what gotta, he does. You got to keep him off the foul line, <laughs> very much so. Um, number three, Scotts Bluff. Uh, Start off six and one. Suffered a big loss uh, 
against Ogallala. Um, that thing that, yeah, did not, did not quite see. I, I thought that was going to be a great game. Well, we kind of previewed it as like one to kind of watch and it's like, whoa, that one got out of hand in a hurry. Yeah. Uh, 13 threes, I, I believe that, um, yep. that, uh, spot on. So that, that that's going to be tough to keep up with. Um, but gr- great, uh, Jaron Gager is off, <coughs> off to a great start. Ryder Smith. His younger brother uh, uh, is playing as a freshman, uh, having a really good season. So um, it was 76-45 final. So that's the first in-state loss to uh, for Scotts Bluff. Um, <coughs> Crete, um, 7-0 about, now. Talked but, about them last week, yeah. a team to they have my attention. Good to see them having some sports success. Beat Fairbury and Palmyra last week and then uh, handled Waverly on, on Tuesday. It's a that's really good the, win for them. That's that the kind one. Of, we looked at that one, right? We're like, okay, let's see. Yep. Um, so I wouldn't be, uh, I'm assuming uh, they'll be at number three in the next poll, jumping ahead of Scottsbluff. Yeah. Uh, and Ron Colley also suffered their first loss of the season. Uh, pulled out a close one against Omaha Westview, 55-49, and then lost to Hardington Cedar Catholic, 52, 50, uh, 56-52 in overtime. overtime. Um, so that's good win for Cedar Catholic. Um, first loss of the season for Ron Colley. Um, Bennington uh, at number six. Uh, they beat Bellevue East last week. Got off to a great start, 24-10 in the first quarter, and then just kind of cruised from there. Um, 17 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists from Trey Bird. Um, Isn't it funny how we said we thought that those guys would at some point start to get it going coming fresh off of football? Yeah. Yeah. And so, here comes Trey Bird, who's yeah. used to winning. So it's 0-2 start season, won three games since. Um, York, York's having a really good season. They beat Elkhorn handily uh, 74-59 last Tuesday. Um, pulled away in the fourth quarter. Uh, Austin Finney had 19 points and 17 rebounds I'm in that what, game. Where do you think Elkhorn's going to get consistency in scoring? Uh, that, that's the question. Uh, yeah. they, they've been up and down so far this season. Got off to a good start, and then they hit a bit of side. Uh, Ralston knocked them off in a really good game. Um, my brother's on the coaching staff at Ralston right now, so gave me a hard time for not going to that game. <laughs> uh, but, uh, Come yeah. on, Jordan. <laughs> uh, then York beat uh, Aurora – or lost to Aurora 55-57. Aurora's kind of picked it up in the last couple of games here. I think they got a good win on Tuesday as well. Norris, uh, they um, – Went 2-0 last week, beat Mount Michael and Seward. Well, uh, gave and Mount lost, Michael their first loss. And then they lost to Aurora on, on Tuesday. Uh-huh. So everybody being everybody. Uh, Mount, Mount Michael is at 9. That was their only game last week. And then Gross um, coming in at number 10. They, they beat Boys Town and then lost to Platteview uh, in their final. And then um, who was it? They, they lost last what? night, I believe. Yeah. Um, forgot who it was, too. Yeah, they did. They did. They did. Uh, and then I guess wrap up the uh, two, two mentions in C. Um, last night, the battle of one and two, uh, Ashton Greenwood went to Wahoo uh, and pulled out a close one there in, in that gym. I, tough place to play. And I think Ashton Greenwood always gets tired of hearing about Wahoo. And we thought this, you know, is Wahoo and who's next? Is this, can Ashton Greenwood score enough over the long haul? It's That's a much different team. Uh, very much so. They're kind of figuring out their new rules, but they got the pieces and showed, like, hey, they're very much going to be uh, in contention to, to repeat there. They and get then, stops. And then uh, Freeman went to Auburn or, or beat Auburn uh, in a 30-29 game. I watched that one on TV on Friday. Man, that was a brutal basketball game. Uh, not super well played offensively, but that's a good win for Freeman, who is the top team in Class C, too. More early losses for Auburn than they've had in two years. One, one shout-out we need to give before um, we, we get out of here on the girls' side. 
heck of a game last week between Miller South and Omaha NA, Central. NA Jones. Uh, Patriots pulled out 77-71 win, got 20 apiece from Maya Babbitt, um, Coley Lemon, uh, and uh, Cora Olson. But Ania Jones, 43 points on 15-25 shooting, 5 of 8 from 3, 8 of 9 from the free throw line. School record. To shout five assists, too, while scoring 43 points. If she's making shots from behind the arc, oh yeah, can't guard her. No, she's so physical. <laughs> um, so if she gets so. downhill, you can't guard her. Yeah, felt, felt, we definitely need to give a shout-out there. So, um, that's, that's – uh, Waverly fan, will be happy with us. Fantastic As will she. He wants more coverage for <laughs> girls' basketball. We're going we're gonna to take care of you. Heck of a week. Heck of a rundown. My man, JP, he made it in. The weather's trash outside. Be safe. Enjoy the holidays. We'll be back next week with Nebraska Preps postgame. A Heard at Sports Network production.